Are things better or worse the second time around? Can we really do anything more than once? Welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast. We got Ace, Ant, and Malik. Yes, what up? What up? What up? Week one, baby. Let's do Week this. One. Week one. one. One game in the books, and Toledo's the only person in the world, and all the Bills fans are happy. Toledo and the Bills fans. Yeah, my knocks is over. I got my crying in. I got my uh, emotions. Got my emotions out. It was an emotional show this year. Go. Yo, it's freaking emotional, man. I can't. I don't understand it. It's emotional every year. I mean, if you watch, if you watch hard no, knocks, not so long, the year they did the Bills, it was not that. It was not that tough. Did the Bills? I don't remember they did a bill. Yeah, because they had Aaron Maidman, and they showed him, like, painting or whatever, and then he was, like, out of the NFL, like, a year or two later. That must have been the most boring, unwatchable hard knocks ever. Stop it. <laughs> Damn, Jets I, it's, it's not that it's bad. It's just, you know, it's just, like, you get to watch these the guys one was Kansas you know, City, chase a dream. They get to, you get to watch these guys chase a dream only to be told, you know, that they're not going to make it. I mean, the interesting thing is the guys themselves, like the players, mm-hmm. you know, if you watch it, the players themselves didn't seem too surprised or shocked or like, you know, just or, or destroyed by it. It was more like Dan Campbell and the, yeah. the coach, like, 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 um, what's his name? Um, Aaron Glenn, Deuce Staley. Aaron Glenn, the, like the coaches, they were like mm. fretting over it. But, um, yeah, Dan Campbell and the and the GM, they yeah. were both with Brad Holmes. They were they seemed to be more messed up about it than anybody. So it was just just watching that was crazy. But all in all, still ready to go. And I'm probably gonna watch the Hard Knocks. I've never watched the Hard Knocks in season. Well, that's because I, I was on last year. Have y'all watched it? It was it was the Colts last year. Apparently, is it? It's I'm, gonna be out for this year. Have y'all watched it before? Yeah, I watched uh, the Colts one because I wanted to see how the team felt when they lost the final game of the season. And uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was. I'm not gonna lie, if you're not a Colts fan, that's a good watch <laughs> because that is that is a, that is a rough. Because you see them, you see them lead up to the game and the preparation, and all that, and they're like, you yeah, know, they were actually feeling pretty good about themselves. And they're like, he's been up and down season, but uh, you know, we think uh, Carson should be good this week. And yeah, it did not go well. And you can still watch it; like it's it's up there in perpetuity. It's like the um, Amazon had the in season joint before with the um, yeah. with the Cardinals from like way back. From like was it like 2013, 2014? And then they yeah, that was their first, the very first one, the very first one, the very first in season ones with the Cardinals. Yeah, and then they started doing like hockey and baseball and like Showtime and a bunch of different ones. And Amazon's trying to do more sports documentaries. Like they have a bunch on like. Um, like the Netflix one of the drive to survive the F1 thing, which is kind of dope. I still yeah. understand F1, but like that's a good show. It's really quick, so it's like 30 minutes. All right. We're back. Week one, 2022. Talked a lot about college football last year, last week. Um, I think I hit well, actually you talked about it. I, I just kept my mouth shut. That's true. But you did pick you did take UTSA and that um turned out to be pretty wise. See? I know what I'm doing once in a while. They covered. They didn't win, but they covered because they scored some points. LSU disappointed me. Um, LSU covered though. Oh well, then I take that back. I mean, if you were betting it, they disappointed me too, but they covered. Yeah. And even um, did Notre Dame cover? Michigan covered and West Virginia and and Pitt didn't cover. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame beat the brakes off. Notre no. Dame. Notre- 
No, Notre Dame got beat, but they covered because they were yeah, sixteen. They were sixteen point dogs to Ohio State. That's right, and I said that's way too much. They were getting yeah, they were getting seventeen or sixteen and a half. And then yep, Kentucky, Utah did not cover, and then a bunch of the other games I picked. UTSA covered, so Houston didn't cover, but they won. And then yeah, Oregon man, they disappointed me. Mm-mm-mm. Ah well, and Buffalo covered against uh, Maryland. So there you go. And then that's the best game I think last week was the App State uh, UNC game where they scored like see, yeah. 80 points in the fourth quarter, which was wild. But it is what it is. We're going to get right into the NFL this week. So first up, we have the Baltimore Ravens at the New Jersey Jets. The Jets are getting seven points at home because Joe Flacco is going to start. Um, and I'm going to let you go first on that one. I don't know about the New Jersey Jets, but the New York Jets. Um, this is definitely gonna be a revenge game for Joe Flacco. It's kind of but it's been kind of a weird um week so far with the Jets. For some reason they were saying that Zach Wilson might come back. Now all of a sudden they were talking about a full a four week layoff. And today we even had Dwayne Brown getting hurt. He's supposed to be the starting left tackle, so I wouldn't be surprised to see um I forgot the dude's name move back over and then we might start the rookie. As far as this concerned, but as far as for betting is concerned, I would have picked the Jets. I should be picking the Jets because you know I'm a Jet fan, but I'm going to be a little bit more realistic. I'm going to take the Jets and the um. I'm going to take the um, Ravens and the um. Ugh, I keep going back and forth. Ravens and the under in this one. It's very hard to pick on this one, but really, yeah, it's very hard to pick on this one. I know everybody else is just going to pick who they're going to pick and pick the Ravens and maybe say over blowout or whatever. But one key thing I would do want to see. What happens tomorrow? Because we're recording right now. It's Thursday. I want to see mm-hmm. what happens tomorrow because tomorrow is supposed to be the deadline for Lamar, um, Lamar's um, contract signing to see if he's actually going to actually agree to a deal or anything like that. If not, yeah. he's just going to go into the season with no contract coming up. Well, he'll just get franchise tapped, or they're just going to have to give him the guaranteed money that he wants because we talked about this last week. Like, we think he's looking for – basically, he wants that Deshaun Watson deal. They're not going to give not, it to him. They're not about the to only- give it to him. <laughs> The, the owners, owners are all the 32 owners are looking at 31 owners are looking at actually, I should say 30 owners because the bronze is stupid. All the 30 owners are looking at the Ravens, like, you know what, end this right now. We're not going to make this a habit. Well, he's trying to make it a habit. I thought Kirk Cousins was going to do it with all the money that he got fully guaranteed from Minnesota, but he's still there, so who knows? At Kirk the Cousins very is least. worth 28 million, I think he's worth 40. At the very least, Lamar should get more than Kyler Murray. He gets more than Kyler and doesn't get the full Deshaun Watson money. I think you can I think you can live with that. Um Baltimore Baltimore does not want to see him go to free agency. No and and, and the reality is if they do franchise him, they gotta pay him I can't remember what the what the, the salary is, but it's crazy like fifty it's like million 50. dollars. He's gonna be on it's, 50 yeah, it's 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 insane for one year. So I he'll just keep signing. You know. He'll just even keep signing those until they to give me, him the guaranteed money. To me, right? The best but then that second year, that second year, the franchise it like goes, it doubles or something like that. It's ridiculous. So he'll make eighty million dollars. It, it's insane. Yeah, it's the best way I think to solve this is to give him more money than Deshaun's asking, like a hefty, big amount more money, but less guarantee on it. I like the Mahomes kind of deal. Like we're going to give you four hundred million. And right, spread you're going to make forty million over ten years. Right, spread it out, whatever. Make it make it look big, but you know when you look at that guaranteed money, it's still not fully guaranteed. 
You got to satisfy both sides here. Uh, he's he's listen. I told you, man. He's twenty five years old, right? Just guarantee, give him give him a four year contract, guarantee all four years, and pay him forty five million dollars a year. Let's go, let's go play. You think he's going to get hurt before he turns forty? That's catastrophic. I don't think so. You never know. Wrap it up. Let's go. Might get hurt this Sunday. You never know. And he came back off swole, so it is what it is. All right, I'm picking. Um, Baltimore, because the Baltimore is healthy, the Jets are not healthy, and that's the main reason why I'm doing that. And Joe Flacco is a statue. It's not that; it's just the fact that, um, like the third cornerback or the nickelback for Baltimore is now who's that dude from Buffalo? Um, from Bears, who used to be Kyler Kyle Fuller. So he's down in the nickel corner. So their two starting corners are Marlon Humphrey. And Marcus Peters were both hurt last year. Everybody's coming back off an injury. You know, they got um, Patrick Queen. They were able to get David Ojabo, although he's not going to be playing. Um, the only defense where they got more, they got better rookies, and they got Kyle Hamilton in the secondary. So this team actually improved on the one side of the ball they needed to. They got Rashard Bateman. It's not that I don't believe in the Jets. It's that, that I don't believe in Joe Flacco. There's a reason why they got rid of him. The last time we saw him start for an extended period of time with Jets, he didn't look great. And then he went to Denver almost immediately after because they needed somebody. And he didn't look great there. So I'm going with Baltimore as well. You know, because it seems like an easy one. I like him. I like the defense. And weather's not going to be a factor. And, you know, it's a fast turf. And, you know, Lamar probably have like 100 yards rushing. Who knows? I mean, I could. I'm, I'm, I'm a little slightly. The only reason I'm slightly thinking about changing my pick because it's supposed to be the Jets' home opener. But as of far as right now, Oh yeah, I have to think a little bit realistically. Stick stick with my pick. Pick. I, I hate to say we'll pick the the Ravens of the under on this one. I'm going to stick with that until I'm they taking, actually prove uh, until the proof wrong. It's showing a lot of growth from you to pick against your team like this. I, I I'm, I'm impressed. I right, Malik. Um, um, I'm. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I'm taking Baltimore, but I'm taking the under. Um, Ace, I think you hit, you know, majority of the points that I was looking at. Baltimore was eight and three last year before all the injuries finally caught up to them. This is a good team. They are, you know, looking to be back into the playoff hunt and you can't start if you can't start that, that run, if you're not, you know, going out there and winning the games, you're supposed to win against teams that you're, you're better than. And, you know, so sorry to say Anthony, but even if Zach Wilson, Dwayne Brown and, and every jet was fully healthy, they're not better than the Ravens are today. Um, they may be better than the Ravens later, but not today. And so without their best players, you know, without two of the best players, without their starting quarterback, who they've built their entire offense around, um, you know, this is still a, a growing, maturing team that's trying to figure out where they're going. And, you know, this is just a tough matchup against a team that is, you know, I would say for lack of a better word, like they're, they're, they're not, you know, Super Bowl ready. I wouldn't call the Ravens Super Bowl ready, but they're about the best version of themselves that they're going to be. So um, I think with that, a seven point spread should be more than enough. It should be more than enough for them to get it done on the road um, and and control you know, ball control, play some good defense, keep the running game. My my most interesting thing is you know I want to see what Brees Hall is. Um, see if Brees Hall has has some has some some real, you know, uh, long-term potential in him. Um, and 
I don't expect much out of the receiving core. I really want to see what the receiving core is able to do when Zach Wilson comes back. Um, but you know, looking forward to one, looking forward to seeing how the Jets running game uh, plays this game and if, if they're able to keep it close. Because I do think that the defense is going to play well. I do think the defense is going to do a couple of good, couple of nice things. And I think Salah's got some stuff, some stuff up his sleeve. But I'll pick the, I'll pick the Ravens. And I'll take the under. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game all over. All right. Next up, we got two of Malik's favorite cities. We got New Orleans at Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> is Atlanta giving five and a half? Am I reading that right? Oh, no. no yeah, New, New Orleans, Orleans is, is giving, giving five, five and, and a half. half. Yeah. It's giving five and a half. And this is one of the lowest over-unders of the week at 42 and a half. Um, wow. It's kind of wild. I, I'm going to go first on this one. I like what Jameis Winston is doing. I like the fact that he can see. I like the fact that he's healthy. Um, they have the better running back. They have the better receivers. They don't have the better tight end. So without Calvin Ridley, with the new quarterback, new team, new offense, I think Atlanta's probably got the better coaching staff. But when the Orleans win by a touchdown, I'm going to take the over on this because I don't believe in either of these teams' defense. Um, Atlanta's going to have to throw the ball. They don't really have great running backs. Cordell Patterson is converted wide receiver, but he seems to be thriving in that role. So I'm taking New Orleans, and I'm going to take the over. I'll lay that five and a half. Uh, hey, so I'll do the same thing. I'm taking the Saints in the over in this one as well. Falcons is basically resetting the clock. I uh, have the rookie coming in by the second quarter to take over this game because it's going to be a beat, a little bit of a beatdown. Maybe the Falcons might come back a little bit on this. But, uh, yeah, I got the Saints in the over in this one as well. All right, Malik. I find it interesting that this is this is over under is as low as it is, not because of the fact. I mean, I think there's a lot of respect for the Saints defense, but the Atlanta Falcons off defense has been really bad over the last few years, um, and nothing suggested they've gotten so much better that you should be keeping a, a score this low. Like you can you can get to 25, 30, 30 points pretty easily on the Atlanta Falcons defense, which means that Atlanta only needs to score 12, 12 to 13 points, gets two, gets two touchdowns, and uh, and then there's a cover there. So, yeah, I'm definitely taking the over with you guys. Um, I'm a little hesitant on the five and a half. I think New Orleans is going to start off a little bit slow. Um, still some question marks about Michael Thomas and whether or not he's back to full speed, um, whether or not their whole complement of players is is completely on board. It's a brand new coach. You know, after all of those years of Sean Payton, Dennis Allen taking over now, the expectation is that it's not gonna it's gonna be smooth sailing for them, but you just never know. And Atlanta's a good rival for them. They, you know, it, as bad as Atlanta's been over the last few years, they're a legit rival, and these teams do not like each other, these cities do not like each other. I wish I was able to go to this game, but I'm not. Um, I'll take New Orleans, but it's a it's a shaky cover. That's why it's not a best bet for me. That's right. We're still doing the best bets this year, obviously. I forgot about that. Um, I can't name one person on uh, Atlanta's defense, to your point, Malik. I have no idea who any of these dudes are. Uh, the only person I know on that team is Kyle Pitts and Drake. <laughs> and I heard Drake London isn't even fully healthy. And yeah, Drake London's getting out of injury too. Former Florida quarterback, now converted tight end, Felipe Franks, is the third tight end on the Atlanta Falcons. So you guys have a rooting interest in them for that. And who do you got? Quit Ant already went. I'm tripping. Yeah, already went. First game, Russ. I thought I knocked it off last week, but we didn't have enough games to go through. 
All right, we got New Orleans. We got New Orleans. We got New England and Miami. Miami is laying three and a half to New England because nobody believes in the defense coordinator calling offensive snaps, especially when that defense coordinator is Matt Patricia, who doesn't know defense very well. Um, <laughs> sure, doesn't know offense. I'm just saying, like you know, that last year that he coached at the Pats, like their defense wasn't exactly killing it. I'm taking the Dolphins. Um, they're at home. Whenever they're at home, they always seem to be the Patriots. I'm going to take the under. I think it's going to be a terrible low-scoring game. It's going to be super sloppy. It's going to make Belichick's head explode. Um, you're going to see him all red-faced at the end of this game. And also, it's going to be like 90-something degrees down in Miami. So the team already went down early. I saw that on the local notes up here. So I'm taking the under, at, was it 46.5 on, or 45.5 at BetMGM? Yeah. Let's say a smooth, let's say 46 on the over-under. I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to take Miami on that. I believe in Tua. Well, you're the only one because I sure don't. This is quite, and this game is, looks like it's going to be billed as the guru of all coaches, the greatest of all time versus Noodlearms. I mean, um, Tua, but I'm going to call it right now. Pat's going to win by 30, 30 to three. So I'm going to take the Pats in the under in this one. They definitely going to, they don't have, like you already mentioned it, they don't have an OC. Miami does have an OC. He's actually the head coach. So they, they have a better team as well. Pats don't really have a better, a good team. You can blame it on the GM. But anyway, taking the Pats in the under. I mean, the Dolphins in the under. You're taking the Pats. I mean, the Pats are the under. My fault. My fault. Yeah, I'm still knocking off some rust myself. But that 30 to 3, you know, beatdown is going to happen. 30 to 3. That's still going to hit the under. So that's good. Go ahead, Malik. Um, before I give my pick, uh, are y'all, Anthony, I, and this, I'm asking you this because you're more, you're probably more tuned into the AFC East than I am. Um, any truth to, or do you believe in any of the rumors that this offense is, that this Pat's offense has been atrocious to say the least over the last, you know, over the, over the course of the preseason and that Matt Jones just looks like an absolute, uh, he looks like he's a deer in headlights in this situation. He might be seeing, he might be seeing ghosts like, like your boy, uh, Oh, are you believe are you believing this information or you're just you're just saying it's just it's just a bunch of BS? No, I'm I'm believing it. I'm hearing it from the court. Reporters are saying it that he's actually frustrated with the offense. I'm hearing fan fan um sites, you know, on YouTube, whatever, saying the same exact thing that this this is atrocious, that is horrible looking and whatever. Yeah, I know Belichick can pull out so you know rab rabbits out the hat years past. He would do some trickery here and there, then they come out of nowhere and start beating the snout out of people. But I don't believe I don't believe that it's happening this way. Belichick is outsmarting himself right now. Yeah. That's and that's kind of why that's why I'm leaning Miami. Um because of the of that of that fact. I mean this is a three and a half point line. Um to me, again, it's a wash when you think about it from the standpoint of this this basically this basically means that on a on a neutral field this is a this is a pick 'em game right so you know in reality you're saying that Miami is not is exactly the same in terms of talent base as as the Patriots are I think the Patriots are still a little bit better Patriots were a playoff team last year um, maybe you know talent for talent but I'm I'm until you show me otherwise I'm going with this this ideal that. Uh, you know, New England is is spooking themselves out of a situation. Maybe Belichick, maybe Belichick just really is getting a little old, and he's trying to give his guys an opportunity. And uh, I I don't believe in Matt Patricia or Joe Judge. I've seen what they can do, and it ain't much. 
Um, <laughs> so I'm going to uh, roll with, I'm going to roll with Tyreek. You know, I'm going to roll with Tyreek and that offense. And uh, I'm going to assume that at the very least they can, they can handle business. And they've also, and they've also played New England pretty well um, over the last few years. Uh, when, when Flores was there uh, and now I don't expect to see any difference with McDaniel, with McDaniel as the head coach. So um, I'm going to take the Dolphins and I'm going to take the under on this as well. All right. Oh, my fault. I, let me correct myself. I keep saying the Patriots. I always meant the Dolphins when I was picking my pick. Are you kidding me? No, I kept on <laughs> saying. I kept, I kept on saying that we caught the. I kept on saying that the Patriots going to win this. The Patriots going to do this. But Patriots ain't doing that. I'm t- we still knocking off Russ here. I even noticed it in my own writing that I wrote that wrong. <laughs> so you're taking who? You're taking the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins. They got a better team. You're taking the over or the under. I'm taking the under. Okay, I thought you were going to change it completely. No, the 30 to 3 is the Dolphins winning this. My fault. Got it. It's not going to be 30 to 3. Um, Their secondary is still pretty good. I know Gilmore is gone, but like the Pats' defense is still pretty solid. But, you know, them losing by a touchdown doesn't seem ridiculous to me because Miami, even when Tom Brady was there, they would always go down to Miami and they would always lose a game. And usually it was later in the year. So it's like, you know, it's like 15 degrees of here, 38 degrees of here, and then they're going down, it's like 78 in Miami. But yeah, it's lucky that they're actually going down there early in the season. But they almost never win. It's just historical. I'm going on. See, see this is one thing I want to throw out here. Remember earlier, I was mm-hmm. before we started recording this. I said that NFL teams usually adjust themselves in the four weeks or whatever, and they come differently later on. Yeah. This is definitely true for the for the Patriots. This Patriots mm-hmm. team that we're going to see this coming Sunday that is going to get their asses handed to them. They're not going to be the same Patriots team down down the road. Well, yeah, that's true. And I will say for quarterbacks, I think to. Uh, you know, he's finally healthy. I think the hip was an issue. And I think having a defensive-minded head coach who wasn't really feeling him probably didn't help. But he was getting better under Flores. But they didn't want to keep him. So I'm kind of rooting against them, but I'm rooting for them in the same aspect. I want to see Tua do well. So we'll see. Um, next up, we got Cleveland at Carolina. The Baker Mayfield revenge game. The one he circled on his calendar. Yeah, the second revenge suckers. game. Yeah, a lot. How's that? No, with the Flacco is a revenge game too, but this is a second revenge game. Revenge game, man. They got rid of him years ago. Please. <laughs> he gets to finally play him. Uh-huh. He gets his yeah. revenge. I'm pretty sure this is not what he was looking forward to. He left. Uh, he, he's going to get his ass handed to him, but this is supposed to be his revenge game. This game is not circled on his on his calendar. Okay. <laughs> Mike White is going to enter that game at some point. Okay. Mike White will enter the chat. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland at Carolina. Carolina's at home. They're all healthy. Cleveland's got the monster defense. I have no faith in Jacoby Brissett. That's the last time I saw a play. He was terrible for Indianapolis. Oh, that's who the quarterback is. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even bother to know care. They really want, I thought you know they really want Deshaun Watson to play. It's like, we just got Brissett. We're just going to do what we do. He's as, he's as bad as Jimmy G, so let's just do this. Why are we going to pay Jimmy G $20 million? We could pay this guy $8 million and he'll still be average. So, I'm taking Carolina. I don't think Cleveland's defense is going to be able to hold them all year. All game, I should say. And they know Baker's tendencies, but like Matt Rule's not a terrible coach. He's just average for the NFL. He seems to, he's coaching towards life right now. I don't know if he's going to stay in, but it's minus one and a half. The over is 42. I'm going to take the under and I'm going to take Carolina on this one. It seems like an easy pick. This is going to be my first lock of the week. Oh, go ahead, Ann. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Well, all I know is the whole state of Cleveland is taking on the Panthers in this game because it's going to be a beat them. Baker Mayfield is definitely getting his revenge for them getting rid of him. 
after last year, you actually played mm. hurt. Come on, now. Karma's gonna definitely Karma's definitely a bitch. He's gonna be biting ass. Browns gonna be paying their pound of flesh right now. Baker's taking it all away. I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking it over because it's just gonna be a beatdown. The way over. So you Me said and, you you taking the Cleveland Browns, you're taking the Carolina Panthers. Because you just said Baker Mayfield, then you said Cleveland. Oh, my fault. See, it's still the Russ. It's still the Russ here. It's still the Russ. I I, I still have Baker or the Browns. <laughs> but anyway, I'm taking the I'm taking the Panthers and I'm taking the over on this one. Oh, even even the state even, even the state of Cleveland is taking the it's taking the Panthers on this one. You know, Cleveland's a city, right? Yeah. Okay. It's Cleveland <laughs> and Ohio. Cleveland, Cleveland and so Ohio. You, so you want Carolina and the over. Yes, let's just let's just get back to the get back to this here. I'm taking got Carolina. It. I'm taking it over in this one. Malik, I, I can't believe I said this. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> real quick, it's like the um, on Facebook. Anyway, <laughs> so real quick, uh, Christian McCaffrey, um, the Carolina Panthers, you know, number one weapon and their best overall player, uh, showed up on the injury report today. Um, with oh. a shin injury, <laughs> you don't say. Um, with a shin injury, it's apparently not severe, um, but he, and he was a full participant in practice. But obviously, by show by virtue of just showing up on the report, it, it, it probably it probably scared. He I think he got kicked or something like that. Um, was Urban Meyer visiting there? It, it's huh? <laughs> so was Urban Meyer visiting? No. Wow. Um, but by virtue of him being there, I'm sure it scared the scared the living hell out of uh, out of Panthers fans. That said, if this line was any larger than if it was around four, I probably would take the Browns. I think this game is going to be close. Um, I don't have much faith in Baker Mayfield, and I believe Cleveland still has a very good team. You know, uh, with the exception of their quarterback, the quarterback position, they're still they're still an extremely physical squad. Their defense is pretty good. Defense travel, you know, their defense is probably going to travel, and they run the football. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, you know, combination. Should be should be pretty good. They got Amari Cooper, um, who's going to be looking to cash in and and show what he can do as the number one overall target. Uh, no more Jarvis Landry, no more um, obviously no more OBJ or anything like that over there. So you know, there's a lot of change happening with this team. I think that Jacoby Brissett could be a solid quarterback in this situation. Um, I think he could be solid, but I think Carolina's deep and Carolina's defense is. At, at the very least, Carolina's defense is probably the best unit of the four units, um, you know, the two units on, on each side. So I'm going to take Carolina just because I don't. I think that they'll win by about three. Um, I think that's, you know, I'm looking at something like, you know, 28, 25 or something like that. Um, and so because the line is so low, I'll pick Carolina. But this one and a half tells you what you need to know. It tells you that even though uh, Carolina's at home, Cleveland is the better team and probably would be favorite places right and probably would be favored and they probably would be favored i mean it would definitely be favored if deshaun watson was a quarterback so the only reason that oh, this yeah. one and a half is swinging this way is because of, because there's no faith in jacoby percent so i'll take carolina because of that one and a half but i don't feel i don't feel comfortable about it so i'm not locking this one in either but we do we, we can't just admit that baker mayfield's a better quarterback than jacoby percent right can we okay you're ridiculous now. I'm saying, like, I mean, we we could admit that he was picked first. He was picked, you know. Based on the games that he has started, he's played better than Jacoby Brissett. I'm not going to say that. I mean, yes, yes, yes. He has played better than Jacoby Brissett. 
I don't know that I prefer to have him or Jacoby Brissett in this situation. Like, honestly well, speaking, I don't really care. Sam Darnold or him. I would have Sam Darnold and Jacoby. Jacoby. I would have Sam Darnold and Jacoby. I you know did. That. You did make that choice. And then you went and you drafted Zach. Zach. Zach Wilson. Hey, hey. There's a lot of hate hate on Jacoby Brissett right now. I don't think he's going to play so horribly that he's going to be the reason why Cleveland can't be competitive in football games. That's all I'm saying. I think they're going to be competitive. I would, if this game was, even if this game was in week four, I probably, you know, where we had more opportunity to see more, see more tape of Jacoby and and, and the Browns, maybe I would be picking different. But the fact this is in week one, all the hype surrounding the situation, the Baker Mayfield, you know, revenge game and all of that stuff. It just, it just, it's ripe for Carolina to win this game. I just don't think they're going to win by a, a, a large margin. I think it's going to be competitive. I have questions about Cleveland secondary. That's what it was. Cleveland secondary, I feel is shaky. Um, the, the the front seven is great though. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's favored by six and a half because Mitchell Trubisky is starting and has been named a captain by the Pittsburgh Steelers, which shocked me. The over-under on this game is 44 and a half, which kind of lets you know, like, the quarterback is always going to be the captain no matter what. But we'll get into that on the next one. Um, Cincinnati's favored by seven. Last time they saw Pittsburgh, they gave him the business. Um, ben Roethlisberger era is over. Do I think Pittsburgh is going to get blown out? No. Do I think Pittsburgh is going to win? I think they do. I think Pittsburgh covers this game. I am taking Pittsburgh. I think people are just too amped up on Cincinnati. Pittsburgh defense is amazing. This is why they got into the playoffs last year. That and a little bit of help from the Raiders. And um, I'm taking Pittsburgh plus that six and a half. And if I if it gets up to seven, because people are just jumping on Cincinnati, I'll be even happier. Go ahead, Ann. And I'm going to take the under on this one. Well, I'm taking the Steelers in the under in this one. Even though um, they don't have a, a court right now, they're not supposed to have big – they don't have Big Ben, the franchise quarterback. They're going with um, – who's that quarterback again? Trubisky. Trubisky, yeah. You're the former Bears quarterback? Uh, don't know. He's not playing Kenny Pickett right now. So. Yeah, for now. But Kenny Pickett sooner or later is going to start. But anyway, um, yes, it's very bad to go against the former AFC champions or whatever. You know, last year's champions. But I have, I, I can't you can't go against Pittsburgh on this one. They got both Tomlinson and they have, um, what's the name? They got my favorite co- coach in there, Flores. Quit making a good plan for them. This is going to be a good defensive game over here. Give me All Pittsburgh right. under this one. I think they got this. All right, yeah, Malik. Yo, y'all, are, y'all, are, y'all, are, y'all are bugging me out here. So, oh, so, I, so here, so wait, so wait, let's let's put this into context, okay? Yeah. So, so you picked um again. You picked against. You got Cleveland going to with Jacoby Brissett going mm-hmm. to Carolina, and you guys ripped on Jacoby Brissett. That is correct. Ripped on how bad he is. Yes, and he's only giving he's only getting a, a point and a half, which is the only reason why I didn't pick him. Yes, because I would be picking him if he was getting three or four. Yeah, if it was three and a half. But you're picking Cleveland. Mitchell Trubisky getting six and a half against the defending AFC champions. Yeah. Well, Give I'm not picking Trubisky. Who- who got give to me the Cincinnati championship by and, winning every game by a field goal. Give me Cincinnati and lock it in. This is my first lock of the week. Cincinnati is going to start off hot. They're going to start off cooking. They're at home. 
Um, I love Mike Tomlin. I love, you know, um, that Brian Flores, you know, you know, is, is the woke NFL head coach. I, I mean, NFL mm-hmm. head coach now, defensive coordinator, whatever, whatever the hell he is for for them. Special um, I love that he's taking his woke campaign for the rest of the season. He's gonna, you know, um, he's gonna he's gonna stand on Plymouth Rock and and, and knock it down. I get it. Go ahead, do do you do you think, <laughs> Flores? Okay. Um, but you're not winning this game. Cincinnati is super talented. Cincinnati is super talented. They got better on the offensive line. They got better on defense. They added some. They added some players. They're healthy, and they're still young and they're still hungry. Losing that Super Bowl, I'm sure the way that, especially the way that they lost it, knowing that they could have won it, they are super hungry. This is not gonna. This is not gonna go well. Pittsburgh. I got Pittsburgh um, coming third in the division. Um, anyway, so you got coming in last. What happened? What you got coming oh, in last? Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. I think Cleveland. I think Cleveland. I think. I think that the the percent situation is is the fact that they're going to lose eleven. They're going not. They're going to lose eleven games if Deshaun Watson um, will will derail them. Um, so by the time Watson so. gets back, what's their record going to be? Uh, will they have played eleven or they play ten? Assuming they they play ten, they're going to play eleven. He comes back when twelve, right? Well, he got yeah, twelve I games. Know. I thought it was ten games. He got eleven games, but. Got it. I'm not sure if they're bye week where their bye week lands in in that. Um, well, yeah, he comes after that, the bye week, I believe. Yeah, so assuming so, if he comes week twelve, they played no, no, eleven the bye, games. I don't think the bye week is counting against them. In any event, assuming that they played eleven games, Ace, yeah. I'm 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 not looking at their schedule at the moment, but I would put their I'll put their record anywhere between four and seven and three and eight. Okay, when he comes back. Um, so that all being said, Cincinnati to me is a cover, uh, six and a half points. I think they can win this pretty easily. Um, and I'm, I'd be surprised if Pittsburgh can muster up the type of offense necessary to stay with that, that Cincinnati uh, attack. So give me Cincinnati and give me the under on the overall points. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely taking Cincinnati here. Well, like, let, 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 me, let me just clarify. I'm not taking the um, Steelers because of Trubisky. I'm taking the Steelers because of that defense. And I think the defense would, shut, would, shut, would help them enough just to win this game and squeak it out, maybe squeak it out. Cincinnati's defense is no slouch either. Cincinnati's defense can, can ball too. So if you're – that's what I'm saying. If you're taking – if you're taking – if, you, if you're, you're betting on Pittsburgh's defense on the road, you're betting on Mitchell Trubisky being able to, you know, hold down Cincinnati's Cincinnati's defense on the other side. Trubisky, I ain't betting on Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky's I ain't betting gonna, on Trubisky's just going to be there just to hold, hold just to be um, a game manager. Well, well Najee, what's the name? What's their running back's name? Najee Harris. Najee, Najee Harris, Harris. Run, runs all over the place. I ain't betting on Mitchell Trubisky to do. They might shut down later game. on, but I think they're going to come on strong in the beginning. You know, shut down a little bit late. I have I have the Steelers coming in third place in that division as well. Good luck. They're going to win this game. Good luck. Good the luck, rumor, Pittsburgh. You're not winning the, this game. The rumor was is that if um the Giants didn't make Brian Dayball give uh Daniel Jones one last chance, Mitchell Trubisky would have been the starting quarterback for the Giants because that's how much he liked him in Buffalo. Sure, he did. I don't. So, we'll see. You, the 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 you know, you know, so another place they like them. You know, another place that like them yeah. in Chicago. They like them there too. You know. You know what? <laughs> no, we did it. We got rid of it. But that's more on Matt Nagy than anything. And in fairness to him, he got the Bears to the 
He got to a Pro Bowl and he got the Bears to the playoffs twice. Twice. Just saying. Yeah, he, can, he can do all so, that all he wants, but I got the Steelers winning this game. Mr. Bishop is there for the ride. I'm betting on Trubisky not turning the ball over. I'm betting on Najee Harris being a better running back. And I'm betting on Pittsburgh's defense being better than uh, Cincinnati's Cincinnati's defense, off. Basically. Cincinnati. Yeah. They Smoke got, him, Joe. Joe's going to see Smoke him. Joe's going to smoke him Joe. something. I think it's legal in Ohio now. <laughs> smoke him, Joe. Take care of that. Take care of business. Anyways, regardless. Irregardless, as I like to say. We got San Francisco coming up, the Chicago Bears. Everybody's been dogging my bears this week. Um, Rightfully so. Shut up. (laughs) CBS Sports has picked them to be the worst team in the NFL, which actually never happened since they've expanded, since the merger in 1970. They've never had the number one overall pick. First time for everything. Uh, Quiet. (laughs) Hype down, sir. And they're getting six and a half or seven points at home, depending on where you go. The over-under this game is 40, 40 and a half. I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to take Chicago getting six and a half points at home. I think uh, Justin Fields knows what he's doing. They actually are running an offense with Lugetsi that suits him. Their wide receivers aren't exactly great, but they are good. San Francisco has a quarterback who hasn't played a lot of football in the past two seasons. He didn't get a lot of time in the preseason. So he hasn't had a lot of reps, and Chicago still has really good pass rushers, and they got a really good linebacker, and they got a really good secondary, and they got good safeties. So I don't see San Francisco putting up a bunch of points. Now, they might win, but I'm, if this game ends up being 13-10 to 10 or 13-7, uh, Chicago will cover. Will they guarantee you win? I don't know. But if you're looking at a money line play, Chicago is plus like 330. So if you feel like taking a chance, you can. This is my second lock of the week. I'm going to take Chicago. Getting six and a half at home. Let's go. Well, this is going to be my first lock of the week here. 49ers could have picked Justin Fields as their quarterback. That says something right there. I got 49ers in the over. Word? That's what you're going to do? <laughs> okay. 49ers in the over. Go ahead, Malik. Um, I think points are going to be tough to come by in this game on both sides. Both defenses, the strength of the strength of these two teams are their defenses. Um, I'm gonna pick San Francisco just because I believe that there's more talent on the offensive side of the ball for this for them than there is for Chicago. Um San Francisco was in the was in the NFC championship game um just a few months back. And so we know that, you know, um Kyle Shanahan and that offensive staff, they can they can they can dial up a game plan to to make things difficult. Chicago doesn't have Khalil Mack anymore, um, who was, you know, probably their most disruptive force on defense. And so, you know, expect that, you know, uh, obviously Trey Lance coming in and and being, you know, the full-time, you know, starter um, on San Francisco, you know, he's probably going to be, I'm sure Matt Eberflus and the, you know, Bears defense is going to be trying to dial up some, some coverages and some schemes to, to trick him a little bit. So, I can see him throwing throwing into some mistakes, making some making some um, you know rookie or you know youthful mistakes out there, and the game game staying close. But I think in the end, a six and a half point win, um, you know, winning by a touchdown is is feasible. I do see where you're going though, uh, Ace. Home, you know, a home dog giving up six and a half points, unless Chicago is just really like the worst team in the NFL, like they should be able to cover this. Um, 
So I don't, I think, I, I, again, this is why I'm not locking it in. I think San Francisco has enough, has enough talent to win by one score. Um, so I, I would take them. Um, but if that number was anything higher than seven, like if it was, even if it was like eight, I probably would take Chicago because I think that they could keep it close. I think they could keep it close enough, but I'm going to look at, I'm going to look at a score of something like, you know, 26, 17 or something like that. Chicago's going to have a lot of close losses this year, but the one thing that people keep, you know, forgetting about Justin Fields is that he ran a four, four, 40. And the last quarterback to run faster than that or to run exactly that was, um, Robert Griffin the third, who is much smaller and much lighter. Justin Fields is two thirty six three. Um, the only person who's running faster than that right now is Lamar Jackson, and was it uh Michael Vick ran a four two or four yeah. three like flat. So I mean, saying, I, I don't, anybody I don't who can this... take off like that and who's able to scramble and able to run, that's going to help out the offensive line because then you got to worry about that because you can't just keep blitzing him because he can take off to one of those seams. I don't know if this game. I don't know that this game comes down to the to the you know to the legs of Justin Fields though. I think it's Malik. You went mute. Ace muted me. That's 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 wow. Ace, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. Ace. He's he was trying to say he's he's trying to mute me because he. He's about to spread the truth talking, over here. I started talking about his, his, his boy. Look, hey, Justin Pierce is on my fantasy football team. I kind of want to see him do well. I mean, although HD tried to trade him, trade trade me for him. Um, he's on my. Yeah. I, I want to see him. I want to see him play well. Um, but he's on your bench, first of all. So stop it. He is on my bench. Exactly. He's on my bench. So you don't even. You don't. I won't start him. I won't start him. It's not a sure, Why are you going to start? You going to get his ass whooped this week? But anyway. <laughs> You know oh, what? Man. Just for that, I'm locking in Baltimore. There we go. I got three locks <laughs> of the week already. <laughs> We're doing five each week, folks. Oh, right. this is my second lock of the week, I think. Who else did you have? That's a good question. Who else I had? All right. While you work on that, Malik, finish what you were going to say. No, I was just saying that I don't think this, you know, if it comes down to, I think you're right. If it comes down to, you know, Justin Fields having to make a play in the running game or something like that, something along those lines, just to keep the game close. I think that this, I think there's definitely a chance to let a backdoor cover on this one. Um, but I don't think it gets down to that. I think if if San Francisco can could get a, a two score lead, and you're going to force Justin Fields and that offense to have to throw the ball down the field, that's where they're going to be able to take advantage. Um, because, like you said, the receivers on the outside are young. Um, just figuring it out, and there's there's not a lot of there doesn't appear to be a lot of explosiveness on the outside. Um, so that's where that's where I think it's going to be going to be a challenge for them to come back in games if they get down by you know more than the score. So that's where I think it'll be a problem. Uh, close games, I think Chicago should be should be pretty good. I think but, they're going to focus on running the ball a ton. Honestly, they're going to play uh, like a very they should style. Yeah. They absolutely should. I think with this with the with the situation they have on offense, they absolutely should. Yeah. Don't hype the man up. Chicago's getting the first pick of the draft next year. But anyway, um, it's gonna be the Pan- Panthers is my other um lock of the week. So you got Panthers in San Francisco. Malik's got Cincinnati. I got Baltimore, Carolina, and Chicago. A lot more games to pick, so I'm gonna I'll, I'll have my lock coming in. Oh yeah, and next up we got Malik's beloved Detroit Lions at home opening up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. 
are there's a lot of chatter about them. Eagles favored by four points. And the over-under on this one is one of the higher ones at 48 and a half. I don't know what that says about either team or both teams, but Malik, go ahead. Yeah, this one hurts a little bit. So the one thing that the Lions have not shown, um, even in the preseason games, they've not shown the ability to stop the run uh, consistently. And that's what Philly does. So as a Philly does in, in, a, in a lot of different ways, they're very, very uh, inventive in the way that they scheme up their run game. Miles um, Sanders is going to be playing. He's a full go. Uh, he was uh, he's a full go at practice this week, so he's going to be there. Uh, obviously, Jalen Hurts and that offense is going to be, you know, locked and loaded. And A.J. Brown is a problem. I mean, he's a, he was a problem with, with Tennessee. He's going to be a problem um, for the Detroit Lions and their, their secondary. The thing I'm very interested in seeing is whether or not Detroit's offense, um, which has looked very good, um, or at least the first team has looked very good all preseason, is whether or not Detroit's offense is going to be able to, you know, hold fort and score with Philadelphia. I'm taking the over in this game. I think this game gets, you know, I think the I think the score gets well into the, you know, well into the high 20s on both sides, if not the 30s. So I'm taking definitely taking the over here. I'm taking Philly to win a to win a nose to win a nail biter. I may change my pick this. I may change my pick by the end of this, by the end of my recording. And I'll let you guys know if I do. Right now, I'm leaning Philly with the uh, giving the four, um, but I really don't like it because um, I feel like Detroit has a Detroit has a real chance to make something make something happen, and they are really they're they're talking all week about that game that they played last year against the Eagles, where the Eagles came in and beat them something like forty one to six or something like that. Yes, they it's did. being like a huge thing that they paid attention to, and they don't want that stuff. They don't want that to happen again. So. I'm leaning Philly right now. I may change that pick. Um, but yeah, I'm leaning. I'm definitely, I would definitely go with the over. I'll say this. The Lions have a lot more talent on defense this year. A lot of the guys they got in the later rounds, that linebacker, he looks really good. I don't know how much he's actually going to get a chance to play. They he's improved, not starting. They improved their linebackers, yeah, but they should, but that means they should be better on special teams where they had a lot of mistakes last year, a lot of mistakes. Um, I'm a big believer in Amon St. Ra. That being said, because the spread is so close, I think Philadelphia is going to win, not just because of A.J. Brown, but because they won't be able to focus on Devonta Smith. And he's still one of the fastest players at wide receiver. And with Jalen Hurts, when he every throw he made was a great deep throw. Like, he doesn't make bad deep passes, which is what's kind of crazy because all his bad stuff is shorter passes. And if he can make an, a huge improvement from year one to year two as a starter – this would be huge. So hopefully this, uh, you know, hopefully Philadelphia will be taking a step forward. That being said, Philadelphia got Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis off of Georgia's defense. They both will be starting. So they're going to have Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis on the inside, which is going to be a problem for Detroit to be able to run the ball. So they're going to be able to take DeAndre Swift probably out of that game in terms of like his effect on it. So I'm taking Philadelphia and I'm going to take the over on that one. Uh, it's very hard to choose here, but it's, re it's really, really, really hard to choose on this one. Every time I get tired or I think I can't go no more, I think I have a record. Last year wasn't this. 
That ain't us. We can make it. Have some heart. I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry because I care about y'all. Do your best. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. That's who I'm picking. I'm picking. I'm picking Lions in the under this one. They're not. They're not fucking. They're not, they're not gonna give up this game. I'm picking Lions in the under. <laughs> Good use of the there. Emotionally speaking, man, I'm with you. I'm really with you on this. I just don't think that Philly is a really good matchup for this team right now. Um, and and that's that's the only reason that I go. I, I lean. I lean Philly again. I may pick. I may change this pick. So because because the line is low. The line to me, the line is very low here. Yeah. The line is suggesting that Philly is not much better than Detroit, despite the fact that Philly is a playoff team. Yeah, and Detroit barely, had though. the second pick in the draft. So I'm just saying, like Philly's <laughs> a playoff team because teams. everybody in the NFC was so bad last year. Doesn't matter. These two teams, these two teams could not be on different on further parts uh, sides of the spectrum. Yeah, that's true. From from where they were last year, a four point spread just feels like <laughs> it's, it's giving a lot of respect to Detroit that they haven't yet earned, and I want to see my team earn it. Well, they're showing them. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's the fact that everybody saw them on hard knocks. More people have been on Detroit. Maybe this line started much much higher and has come down. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would like to see what it opened at, but I think it might have opened at like six or something. All right, moving on. We got two more one o'clock games. We got Indianapolis at Houston. Davis Mills is going to be starting for Houston. And this is the beginning of Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. Uh, Indy is minus seven, sometimes seven and a half. You go to like FanDuel or some of the other sites. 45 and a half on the over under. I'm going to be taking the under. And I'm going to be taking. This is going to be a tough one, actually. I don't think Houston is as bad as I think they are. But the fact that they haven't re-signed Will Fuller, they have no speedster, it's just Brandon Cooks. It's been very consistent. They've lost their defense coordinator. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Indianapolis. I think Indianapolis is gonna cover. I usually don't like to take I like to take home dogs a lot, but I'm gonna take Indy because I really just don't believe in Davis Mills. I'm sorry. Um Shaquille Barrett is just that good of a linebacker. Indianapolis's defense is really good. They generate a lot of turnovers. And just the fact that they lost their defense coordinators are going to change the mindset as a team. And they got a better and steadier quarterback, so they should be able to throw the ball a little bit better and move down the field quicker. Um, and they got Alex Pierce, so we will see. But I'm taking Indy. It's kind of a shaky pick, but, you know, unless you have a lot of strong feelings about this game, I would not bet it myself personally. Go ahead, Malik. I'm not betting it, and I'm not watching it. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor is a very interesting play here um, from, from a fantasy perspective because everybody knows that he is going to be the engine that 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 moves this offense um, in any yeah. way, shape, or form. And you know, Houston, if they've got you know Lovey Smith in his first game as you know Houston has Houston's head coach, hopefully he's not the the, the lame duck. Um, the lame duck coach that his predecessor was, uh, until you know they're able to get uh, what's that guy's name? What was that guy? What was that guy that that, that quarterback that it's they not were, important? The quarterback that they were like trying to get into the job. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, it was, when, no, 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 Josh McCown. Josh McCown. They were trying to give Josh McCown the job, but everybody said you can't do that because you know. So Josh these, McCown's the offense coordinator, right? All these qualified head coaches out here in the world. Yeah. So instead of just uh so there's like, oh, we've got to give it to one guy. So they gave it to Lovey Smith. 
Um, so I feel bad for Lovey taking over this opportunity, but hopefully he makes he makes he makes best of it. Um, Davis Mills didn't play didn't play bad last year. I think he surprised a few people, and you know the fact that he's coming into this the unquestioned, unchallenged starter is probably going to have the C on his chest as well um, this time around. Houston's not scaring anybody, but I think they'll be able to cover. So I'm going to take Houston to cover this uh, at home, and I'll take the under. So Houston and the under for me. All right. Go ahead, Ann. Um, This is a very hard game to pick. I'm I'm with, I'm with you on this one. It's a very hard game to pick. I wouldn't bet on this game at all. You got Frank Wright. You got Matty Ice on this game versus Davis Mills, Lovey Smith, and – Koi rookie on um, Damian Pierce, they knew starting running back. Oh, it's, it's an iffy game. But one thing I can say though, Davis Mills is actually the second best rookie quarterback last year. That that's the one stat he can own on this on that one. Second best? You sure about second that? Second best. Yeah, he was behind on um, Patriots quarterback. Um McCorkle? That bum. That bum. You um, mean Mac, he wasn't Mac behind? Jones. He wasn't behind Zach uh I'm sorry. No, Zach, no, Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach, Zach Wilson just wasn't stepping up last year. But anyway, this team actually could actually do their thing, but I'm still going to go with the Colts in here. I'm going to go with the Colts in the, in the under. It's kind of hard to pick, but I have to pick somebody. So, Okay. I hear you. I hear you. And I think Malik took – I just want to make sure. Malik, you took uh, Indianapolis, right? Or you took Houston? No, I took Houston. Took Houston. And Ant, you're taking the Colts. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts, and I'm going to actually, yeah. Colts and the under. Just take the Colts. I'm taking the Colts and the under, too. All right. Next up, we got Jacksonville, Washington. Washington is favored by two and a half at home. Um, I think they're going to get smoked. I think Carson Wentz is cooked. Um, this is the best team he's had around since he was on Philadelphia, and they won the Super Bowl back in 2017. This is his sixth year in the league, so he is now a veteran quarterback and really should know what he's doing. And after seeing him in Indianapolis last year and how he played just so up and down, this is it for him. If he don't get it done, he is playing for his NFL future. Whether that's as a starter or as a backup, he will decide this year right now. I am leaning on Jacksonville. That's how little I believe in Washington. Um, Chase Young is hurt. So that's the main reason why I'm picking Jacksonville. I think under a competent head coach, like uh, Frank Reich is not the coach in – oh, no. Doug Peterson is the coach in Jacksonville now, former Philadelphia coach. So I am just counting on the fact that everybody's healthy. I'm counting on the fact that I think they have a little bit more talent. And Washington's defense is a little bit nullified without their big pass rusher in Chase Young. Montez Sweat is good, but he's not as good as Chase Young. So I'm taking Jacksonville. I'm taking the two and a half against the Commanders. Still weird saying that, though. Yeah, that's why I call them the football team. And So it's Jackson, Jaguars versus the football team, in my opinion. I just flipped a coin. I I'm found it somewhere the under. Oh, okay, good. You're, you're taking the under as well? Yeah. Boy, okay, yeah, I'm, take, I'm taking Jags in the under as well. I found the coin, you know, a couple of days when I was writing my, my blog on this. Mm-hmm. It was like my second draw, and I flipped the coin, and that's why I kind of picked this game. Jag was in the under. All right. Malik. Uh, gosh, I can't stand Jacksonville. Um, look, Jacksonville's just you're second the only person game. I ever heard say that. I just, just, they just as a city I, or just as a team. It's just a waste of a team, right? I mean, like two years in a row, number one overall pick. That hasn't happened in a long time. 
to be the number one overall pick two years in a row, meaning you have the worst record in the league for two consecutive years. I think the Lions um, did. No, we didn't. I looked it up. We didn't. No? Okay. I think we only picked like four. We've only picked number one like four times in our team history. Um, and we damn sure haven't done it two years in a row. But we may have been one and two. I don't know. But we definitely have been one and one. It's just, it's, it's just, it's odd and it's weird. This will be that game that they that they win, and then they'll lose eleven straight after this one. So I'm gonna pick Jacksonville because I feel like this is gonna be the one where they win the game and everybody thinks, oh my God, they're you know they're on their way and Trevor Lawrence is gonna have a really great season and you know Travis Etienne just you know does a couple of really nice things in the passing game and you know everything looks you know bright and shiny and Christian Kirk looks like he was actually worth the money that they that they paid him you know um and everything looks really really good and then the wheels fall off in week two and they don't get back on track until like week 13 so I'm gonna take Jacksonville um the line the line being as low as it is tells you that you know the NFL doesn't have much faith in Washington or Jacksonville in this situation as far as being good teams so or uh, their defense yeah, I, I'm I'm taking Jacksonville. I'm playing the over here, though. I think this is going to get a high. I think the score the score gets up there um, because neither defense is really going to have the ability to stop the other offense on the other side. Washington being at home, they should uh, they should be able to score something. So I'll take I'll take Jacksonville and I'll go with the over. All right. Next up, we have two playoff teams from last year. We got the Kansas City Chiefs going to the Arizona Cardinals. The Chiefs are favored by six on the road. Cardinals are without DeAndre Hopkins, who's on the PEDs. Chandler Jones is gone from Arizona. Oh, Chandler Jones is also in uh, Vegas. There's another game coming up. A lot of players on defense change teams. Kansas City is now without top wideout Tyreek Evans. And I think we're going to see how good Patrick Mahomes really is, and he's going to earn that money this year. Um, Arizona. Me, Tyreek Hill. That's what I said. What did I say? Evans. Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans. Yeah. Basketball player from Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Tyreek. Well, see, still the rest is still on. Tyreek, oh, Evans should be on basketball. Should be, should be in the NBA, in my opinion. He's still good. Still good enough to be on the NBA roster. He better be if, in the NBA. If Lance Stevenson can play, Tyreek Evans can play. Now he wasn't. He wasn't in the league last year. Even after the COVID wipeout, everybody. Even after the Omarion variant took out everyone. That being said, I'm taking uh, Arizona to cover. Arizona's defense has kind of slept on. Um, I think Kansas City is going to be working some things out. They have a very good offensive coach in Andy Reid and the best offensive coordinator in the history of football, which is Jesus Christ, I'm forgetting his name. Eric Bieniemy should be a head coach right now. But I guess, you know, we know how Miami is. And we know how Houston is. So it is what it is. Um, I'm going to take Arizona because they're getting too many points for me. I think Kansas City wins, but it's a much closer game than they want it to be. So I'm going to take Arizona and the over. Go ahead, Ann. Well, we all know how Houston and Miami is. Houston is incompetent, and Miami <laughs> has a team of crooks. But anyway, as far as for this team, <laughs> let me see here. I'm going to go – are we going to KC and Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just making sure that I'm picking good teams to actually watch. Line but anyway – I'm going to pick it here. I'm picking the Chiefs and the over in this one. I think it's going to be a good shootout. We're going to have a good game. This me, of course, I'm thinking about this, of course, for personally, for fantasy, but I'm going to go with Chiefs and the over in this one. 
Oh, I also forgot to add he, in. Also, Patrick oh, yeah. Mahomes did say that he was going to be passing around to all the different receivers. There's not going to be any number one wide receiver this year for him. And this is number one. Yeah. That's good for everybody who drafted Sky more like me. Go ahead, Malik. Yeah, this is Patrick Mahomes just basically telling the world, look, I make $45 million. The reason that Tyreek Hill is no longer on this team is because I make all of Tyreek's money and then some. So <laughs> that being said, um, it's 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 on Patrick Mahomes to come out and, mm -hmm. and show that he is the reason why the Kansas City Chiefs offense is as dangerous as it is and cannot be stopped on most on most weeks um i don't see what arizona's defense has done has added from their their on on, on that side of the ball from a talent perspective that that shows me that they're going to be able to stay with the kansas city offense which i don't think is going to show any signs show many signs of slowing down travis kelsey is still there um again mahomes is still there edward delaire is still there behind in the backfield they still got some decent receiving talent. MBS looks like he's, you know, running some real routes rather than just, you know, uh, hearing from Aaron Rodgers just to go deep. Um, he's actually running some actual receiver routes now. Um, and and you've got Juju, who's on the other side, who, you know, it's despite his, his you know, propensity to enjoy TikTok fame, he's actually a talented receiver. Um, and he can actually run some routes and, and, and do some things. So I think KC just has is loaded on the outside, loaded at the skill positions, has has more than enough to keep this to get this game out of hand. I'm gonna take the under because I think eventually Arizona's offense is gonna just is gonna is gonna wilt a little bit. Uh, so I'll take the under, but I'm gonna take KC and give and give the points. All right. Oh Ace, before you go any further, I just want to make sure that this might gonna be my third lock of the week and the other two games is gonna be my lock as well since we have two more games to go, right? We have uh three more games to go. Oh, yes. I'm locking in KC here, so that's it. Oh, I okay. forgot about the Giants game. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to make, make this one as my lock. One of my locks. You sure you don't want to wait for the Giants game? No, nah, that's going to be a lock, too. And, and his, his advanced thing, Giants suck. So, you know, that's that's an advanced hint. But All right. So next game. Kansas City has a lock. All right. Next up, we got Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders at the L.A. Chargers. Um, L.A. is favored by three and a half at home. The over-under on this is the highest of the week at 50. Oh, no, second highest. Last week's last one was 53 and a half. This is 52. Um, the Chargers added Khalil Mack. They got signed Derwin James, who's healthy. They got the better defense. They got the better offense. The only thing they don't have is a better tight end. Um, Austin Eagler is still 27. I think they beat the brakes off of the uh, Raiders, especially after what happened last year in that last week of the season in terms of trying to make the playoffs. They still excited about that, and they want to get this one back, and they're going to put the beat them down on them. Give me the charges is my fourth lock of the week. I'm going to lay those three and a half, and I'm going to take the over. This is going to be like a 70-point game, because it's going to be my favorite game to watch. I'm going to have to figure out how to watch this one, but Chargers and the over all day. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, Malik. Um, who knew? I mean, you know, uh, so far was supposed to be supposed to be lit up today uh with the team with the you know the defending Super Bowl champions winning but uh, they got smoked uh so now the first win for the, of the 2022 season and so far is going to be the Chargers beating the beating the Raiders uh and that was not supposed to happen um if you ask Rams fans but 
Uh, yeah, I agree with you here. I think the Chargers are on a mission to, um, you know, shock to, to to just take over the the AFC West. They have to do it. Um, this this is an absolutely loaded AFC West. I cannot wait to watch this game. Um, I have no betting interest in this game. I actually want to stay away from this game from a betting perspective, but I'm going to lock in the Chargers because I feel like they're just they're just they're they're the flavor of the week. They're hot. Justin Herbert is hot. Austin Eckler's still you know one of the most productive backs in the league. Um, their receiving is the receiving core is great, and I expect a lot of things from Khalil Mack in that defense. Um, Derwin James and all those guys over that on that side of the ball. So, um, looking forward to seeing them. I think the Chargers are gonna. I don't know if they'll smoke the Raiders because <laughs> I do think the Raiders are pretty good. And I am interested in seeing what Devontae Adams can do. Um, but I do think that they win this game and uh, and and they and they're able to hold hold court at home. So, taking the Chargers, locking this in as well. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm locking this as well, but I'm going to go the other way. I'm taking the rate the um the Raiders on this one, taking them in the over. You got Dante Adams actually quick getting back with his favorite quarterback, his quite his lifetime soulmate. See what's going to happen. This so far is not getting a, a win this week. So far, Stadium's not getting a week, win this week. In my opinion, I'm going to go with the Raiders on this one. All right. Next up, we have the Green Bay Packers with the Minnesota Vikings. Slot another division matchup first week of the season. I'm taking Minnesota over the um, Green Bay. Minnesota's getting one and a half at home. The over-under is 47. Um, I just have a better belief in an offensive coordinator. Mike Zimmer didn't like Kirk Cousins. That's why he ran the ball so much more. Alvin Cook is healthy. Justin Jefferson is a better receiver than Stephon Diggs was when he was there. I think they can actually – this a better team. This is one of the few teams where they traded somebody and actually got a better situation out of it. Um, everybody's forgetting about Matheson, and they got a pretty good slot receiver in Minnesota as well. I have no idea what the receivers in Green Bay are going to be able to do. I have no faith in the Green Bay's defense to be able to shut down Minnesota. In fact, this is a dome game, and Green Bay just came out and played terrible last year in the first game of the season. Who knows what anomalies can happen? But um, Green Bay is going to be very run heavy. And Dalvin Cook is a game changer. So if Dalvin Cook's healthy, I'm going to be picking the Minnesota Vikings almost every single week. It's going to be my final lock of the week. Minnesota plus one and a half in the over. Go ahead and wait. Uh, Minnesota, lock them in. Um, I know we usually do this week to the end of this end of the show to do this, but early, early preemptive shout out to Aaron Rodgers for gloating about the fact that you know over the course of over the vast majority of his career uh this this time of the season has always been um <clears throat> and, and this this speaks to you know my lines and your bears too i don't yeah. know if you saw the interview when uh they asked him about kind of the overall feeling yes. about teams getting better in the nfc north and and he his his comment was something along the lines of you know this time of the year is always um, optimistic for you know all the teams in the division and it hasn't worked out well for them in my career so um shout out to him for for that <laughs> level of boldness that level of assholeness that I know that he just he just loves to exude um but I don't think it's gonna happen yet I think I think Minnesota is gonna gonna take this game and um just like last year Green Bay's gonna start out the season with a loss just like they did last year when they when they got the brakes beat off of them by the New Orleans Saints um on the neutral field there. So I'm taking Minnesota and I'm taking the under here. Um, I think 
Minnesota's defense is going to do exactly what they need to do. Target Aaron Jones, force Aaron Rodgers into situations where he's got to trust his receivers and he just doesn't have that trust in them yet. So taking Minnesota and I will take the under. All right, man. Yeah, y'all got to say so many good points and stuff like that. And I know y'all know the division board because, you know, Ace, you're a Bears fan, Malik, you're a Lions fan. It's very knowledgeable information. That said, I'm still going to take Green Bay and over in this one. I just want to see quite Aaron Rodgers say what he said to the Bears fans last year. I own you. I just want to see him say that. <laughs> that shit was fucking awesome. I want to see him say it again. But anyway, I'm going to take the package. I'm taking the, in the over in this one. I know y'all guys hate that shit. I know you guys hate Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't care. I don't care because you know why? I saw that interview um, where he did with Big Cat where basically Big Cat was like, no, you see, you make fun of Bears fans, but the way I look at it, seeing you lose in the playoffs every year is like my Super Bowl. So the way I look at it, I've won nine Super Bowls already. <laughs> and he said it right to his face, which was even better. And even Rodgers had to laugh at that one. <laughs> that was just, wow. Awesome. All right. Next up, we got New York. Oh, we got two more games. We got this last, yeah. Got the New York Giants at the Tennessee Titans. I'm taking the Titans. I have no faith in the Giants. Um, Kadarius Tony is healthy, so they're actually playing the younger wide receivers. I don't know. I mean, Brian Dable should be a much better head coach and actually bring some organization to this team, but Derrick Henry is still playing. Um, they have Traylon Burks as their number one wide receiver. They decided to draft rather than pay him, rather than pay A.J. Brown. They got rid of Julio. This is a team that won the AFC last year, and I think Ryan Tannehill is still a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Unfortunately, Tennessee lost one of their best pass rushers, um, so this is kind of heavy of a nah, – I think they can beat him by a touchdown. I'm going to take Tennessee and the under. I think Derrick Henry is going to go off and he's going to have – I don't know, 200 yards, 250, who knows? But give me Tennessee in the uh, in the under. Yeah, Malik. Yeah, Tennessee's at home. I'll take them, locking them in. I think this is my fourth lock, right? It might be my fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I'm locking them in. Uh, unfortunately, although the Brian Dable era has begun, the Giants still have a lot of questions on the offensive line that hasn't changed yet. They haven't been able to build on that side of the ball um, enough to, you know, really put any faith in what they're going to be able to do offensively. The receivers and the skill position players are still pretty good on the Giants. Um, I'd love to see a a bounce back season for Saquon Barkley. Um, I still don't see it very well just because of what's going on with that offensive line. It's still in so much fluctuation. And Tennessee is a real bad matchup for them. So I'm going to pick the Titans uh, to to cover this at home, uh, start the season off on a, on a good note, and um, start off their campaign for winning the division for a third straight year. Um, so, yeah, take take Tennessee, and I'll take the under on this one as well. Uh, I feel like the points are going to be a little bit difficult to come by for New York, so Tennessee is going to carry that, carry that, carry that point line. Uh, so that's why I'm going to take the under. All right. Go ahead, Ant. Um, well, this is definitely going to be my lock of uh, my last lock of the week. Um, definitely taking Tennessee on the under in this one is 10 minutes to midnight for Danny Dimes' career. This is going to be the, this is going to be his last year, in my opinion. Um, Brian Dable is quite going to move on to his quarterback. This team is going to move on to their quarterback. They they have an inherent quarterback. They're definitely going to move on from him after this year. Get one of the more talented quarterbacks that's coming out this year in this draft and move on for that. But let me just stick to this game. 
Titans are a more talented team, and I have them going to take this win over here. All right. Next up, we got Tampa Bay at Dallas. This is actually a really good Sunday night football game. I'm looking forward to watching this. I want to see how Dallas bounced back from that terrible playoff loss and uh, the white Kirk Cousins back there taking over. Um, Tom Brady's got a lot of stuff going on, as we all know. You know, being 45 and I guess uh, being in the NFL, promises made. He was probably supposed to be on vacation right now, whatever it was, but he's still back playing NFL football. The over on this is 50 and a half, which I think is kind of wild. Um, a lot of changes to the Tampa Bay defensive line. They don't have a dominant consu anymore, but they still have a really good pass rush. They don't have JPP anymore either. They got rid of him as a pass rush specialist. They didn't want to pay him or they had cap issues with that. But um, I'm going to take Tampa. Tampa's uh, minus two and a half. They both have issues on the offensive line. Dallas does not have an amazing pass rush. Micah Parsons is good. But actually, he's an amazing defensive player. But um, I don't think it's enough to slow down Tampa overall. They got Leonard Fournette. I just believe in Tampa, man. I think they're going to be – they're going to win this division. I think it's going to be an easy game for them. I'm going to join this watching this upcoming Sunday. So I'm going to take Tampa, and I'm going to lay that two and a half. Well, Tampa's the more stacked team on this one, and I'm definitely going to take Tampa on this one. I'm taking Tampa in the over on this one, as far as because Dallas is quite known to have good shootout games with good teams, and at the same time, they have no left tackle. So I, I can see what's the name quite um, uh, why his name is escaping me right now. The quarterback from Dallas. Dak Prescott, Dakota. Yeah, Prescott. I don't know why I forgot his name, but he's going to be getting sacked a lot like Matthew Stafford did, got tonight. But that's just going to – I think that's just going to happen in this game. But Mr. I'm going to take Tampa. Yeah. I, but I'm going to – I'm taking Tampa in the over in this one. Tom Brady's happy to be out the house, you know. You know, he he couldn't stay at home doing the regular um husband duties, you know, taking out the trash, you know, the little side fix him up here and there, whatever. He got tired of that. He wanted to come back and hang out with the boys. Tampa in the over this one. Trying to get that ninth ring, man. Trying to get yeah, that ninth trying, ring. But it's, but it's more like, I, I know you had quite married guys out there had to deal with this stuff. You know, say Tom Brady basically was saying, I want to hang out with the boys that we know for one more year. She said, okay, whatever. You know, and you know that okay is not really okay. He should have stayed his ass home. <laughs> but anyway, as far as for this game is concerned, Tampa Bay in the over. Yeah, Malik. Look, man, I feel for Tom Brady on this one, man, okay? All right? I've been married for a long time, and Tom, I know what you're going through. At least in this at least in this regard, I can actually say that I can really, I know exactly what you're going through, Tom, because, you know, <laughs> I know what that feels like, brother. Um, yeah, I, I'm picking Dallas here. I think Dallas will win the game. Um, I'm picking Dallas to win the game, and, and, and I'm picking Dallas because they're a home dog. I'm, I'm going to take these points. Uh, on this one, um, Dallas's defense is really good, and I expect them to play really well. And I expect them to keep this game close. And if they do lose, it'll be on a last second, uh, last second type of situation. So, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go there with 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 Dallas. Um, and I think I think this this is definitely gonna be Tom Brady's last year. I don't think Tampa's gonna meet expectations this year. I think Tampa's going to fall a little bit behind expectations. It's a new situation for 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 Brady, for Bowles, for for that uh, for the, the coaching staff. Everything is a lot a lot of changes happening that happened at Tampa, and their offensive line situation is 
has been has, has been problematic because of all the injuries that they've sustained. So I'm going to take Dallas to 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 cover the spread, and I might pick them out right to win this game. If if I was doing a money line, this would probably be the money line that I could, I could absolutely see Dallas winning this game, um, especially it's early in the season. So Dallas doesn't does Dallas doesn't usually fall in their face until like you know week 14 or something like that. So this, this <laughs> should be this should be around around one of those games that they actually win. And uh, and put the world try to put the world on notice that they're actually better than they are. So take the Dallas, um, and I'm not locking this one in. All right. Next up, we have Denver at Seattle. Denver is laying six and a half points only as Russell Wilson returns back to the scene of the crime. The over under on this is 44 and a half, the place where he went to back back Super Bowls, and somehow they felt enough to trade him because I guess they just thought they couldn't win. Um, doesn't make any sense to me, but. We're back at it, and the money line. Oh, and the money line for that Dallas game, Malik. Just to let you know, Dallas is was it plus? Dallas is plus one fifteen or plus one twenty. So it's not that much, but it's a little bit worth it. I think Denver is going to beat the brakes off of Seattle. Seattle's going to be the worst team in the league, and they're going to be the ones with the first overall pick. Um, I don't know who they're tanking to go get. Maybe they're going to take. Bryce Young, or maybe they're going to take C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. I have no idea. But what I do know is they're not going to win this game. If I had a six lock, I would lock in Denver here. That's how confident I am that Seattle is going to get beat up. And it's going to be weird because they're going to want to boo Russell Wilson, but they kind of have to cheer him because he's the reason why they've been so great for so long. That defense is kind of broken up, and the defense should be better this year, but it's not going to be great. So give me Denver, and I'm going to lay that six and a half. This should be another easy win. Good is it bad this is the Monday night game? I mean Well they did it on I, purpose. They knew I people think, would watch this. Yeah, but I think that they were hoping I think that the NFL was probably hoping that Seattle would go out and get a quarterback before the um you know before the start of the season and not go San into their that's why San Fran didn't release um what's his name? Garoppolo because Yeah, Garoppolo. Yeah. I, I just I just I just think maybe maybe you know, the NFL just assumed that Seattle was gonna was gonna you know recognize that you know neither Geno Smith nor Drew Locke were the answer uh, at the quarterback position for them, but 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 clearly they didn't. Yeah. They're rolling with Geno Smith, and I just don't know how points come. I really feel bad for people like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, like who mm-hmm. saw their value, especially on fantasy football teams, plummet severely um, because they don't have a quarterback on their side anymore. So. Um, yeah, I think Seattle's, I think, I think Seattle's going to give Russell a standing ovation. I think he's going to be, um, you know, summarily praised, at least in the very beginning of this, of this, uh, homecoming situation for him. Um, and I can't wait for Russell Wilson to score a touchdown and look over at Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll's old ass on the sideline and basically tell him like, look, you know, F you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't wait till he gives him an Let F you real cook. quick, you know, exactly. Um, if we're not, if nothing else, Denver's going to let Russ cook and they're going to let him cook as much as he possibly wants to in this game. Um, and Russ is going to, you know, shake off about four years of rust and come out here and, and, and light up the Seattle Seahawks defense. I think that's, that's I think that's what's likely to happen. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this game gets up into the high 30s, low 40s, um, and Denver's able to just just score points at will. Um, so I'm going to take Denver to cover, uh, and I'll take the over. 
So I feel like there'll be some points scored, at least on Denver's side, to co- to hold this down. Who's Denver's head coach? Um, Does it matter? Shoot. I just <laughs> had the name. I just had it's like in my head, too. I just had, had the I guy's name. I can't think of it either. I was thinking of the Chargers head coach, who I love because he disrespects fourth down. He always goes for it. And I, that's why I'm really picking them, because I really think they have an advantage there. But I can't remember who Denver's head coach is at all. Nathan, uh, Nate Hackett, the guy from Green Bay. Nathaniel Hackett, first year head yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First year head coach from Green Bay, the offensive, the offensive um, court, former OC at Green Bay. That's right. They just got rid of um, the former defense coordinator from the Bears. I forgot his name. Yeah. O- older guy. But yeah, they finally gave him a chance. All right. And who do you got? <clears throat> I just got two words to say mm. Geno Smith. <laughs> Denver in the over. Next you game. You don't believe him? <laughs> All right. That is the last NFL game this week. Denver and the over. Um, if you want any of the college games, I'll be putting it on my blog. But obviously, the only game I'm going to pick right now is the Texas and Alabama game. Alabama is favored by 21 points right now. I think Alabama is going to beat them by 40. Um, Texas has no defense to speak of. They lost to Kansas last year. Don't ever forget that. Um Alabama just shut out Rice, who is not an FCS team, they're an FBS team. And Rice is going to be moving to the American Conference because they're actually in the city of Houston. They're a small private Catholic school, kind of like St. John's in New York, except they play football, except they're not good at it. And they're also not good at basketball either. Um, If you want to become an accountant, Rice is a great place to go to. But if you want to play college football, it is not. Because sometimes you're going to play Alabama and you're going to lose by a million points. And that's what's going to happen to Texas. Bijan Robinson may have 100 yards rushing, but um, Alabama is going to put the beat them down on Texas, even though they're playing, I believe. I think it's either the neutral site. I don't think they're going to Austin. But I think somehow they're not really playing a road game, although they will be when Texas finally gets in the SEC West and they start losing to Texas, when Texas starts losing to Alabama on a regular basis. Aside from that, I don't think there's any of the ranked games I would pretty much take Oregon just off the strength of what happened uh, last week and how good of a team I think they are. And off of, um, you know, they got beat up last week, got a much easier game this week, and I'll take Utah pretty much every week. Malik, any college games you want to shout out that you noticed this week or no? Nothing that I particularly noticed this week. Um, it was a great week. I will I will admit, um, this last week I did watch a fair amount of college football, um, which I hadn't been, hadn't been doing, you know, with the exception of, watching the games for, you know, for our podcast. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm not picking anything this week, um, but I am checking for a lot of different games. I actually watched the East, uh, last week, last week, the East Carolina and NC State game. That was, um, it was a really good game. And I was just, I was just like enthralled by the game. I didn't know any of the players. I was just like enjoying watching the game. Um, I watched the Ohio State and Notre Dame game. Um, I watched obviously LSU and Florida State, and um, I watched Florida. one other game. I can't remember. Notre Dame and um, <clears throat> Florida, Utah, or Florida State. No, UN, uh, UNC and Appalachian State. We talked about that earlier. I watched uh-huh. that game too. So, yeah, yeah, it was it was just a great week of watching college football, and I will be doing the same thing this week. Um, so, no games particularly on my mind, but you know, definitely looking forward to enjoying the action ahead of Sunday's matchups. Oh, and as usual, um, do not sleep on the small schools and the schools that I've been picking out. 
Syracuse is going to put the beat them down on UConn. Uh, UConn is better, but they're still not good. Syracuse actually beat Louisville last week um, at home. They're going on the road to UConn, which is kind of smart for them because they get an easy road game against a FBS opponent that's kind of trash. It's won like two games in the past two years. One of the other good games that's going to happen this week is Tennessee's going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh won the backyard brawl. Tennessee's favored by six. Pittsburgh's a home dog. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Um, I don't love their quarterback. I think Tennessee has a better QB, but I still think somehow Pittsburgh's going to figure this out. Two home games in a row against two big teams. So go Pitt and go Syracuse. And we're going to get into our shout-outs. So, Ant, you ready? Yeah, yeah I'll go first. Um, Shout-out to the UTSA Roadrunners. They're going to beat Army this week. Shout out to Nick Scott for getting, you know, quite feeling Josh Allen's um hand, you know, to the face. He got the mean Madden shove and quite stiff armed out of bounds. I, you know, it was like Mike Tyson punch out. He went really down on that one. Shout outs to him. And uh, quite shout outs to Queen Elizabeth. I throw her in there. You know, she was queen for a long ass time. Shout outs to her. Long live the king. Long live the king. You just shout it out. Okay. Anyway. King, King King Charles, he's the next. Yeah. He's, he's coming up next. We're not here for this in this podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm good. whatever. I'm gonna go back. You really shout out Queen Elizabeth. That's hilarious. I'm just going to find. Cheerio, cheerio, um, dog. I'm gonna shout out to all the college football fans who got at me on Twitter when I was talking trash about Miami, telling all the pipe down. Um, I'm gonna shout out all the people who've been watching uh, U.S. Open. Shout out to Serena Williams. I really enjoyed watching a lot of um, U.S. Open tennis over the past week and a half. It's a lot. It's, I, I forgot how much I really enjoyed watching that. And it's one of the great games that you can watch with the sound off. You know, conversation while it's going on. Very stressful. I love it. I really, really do love watching tennis when it's on TV and you get a chance to. Especially when it's like high-level tennis, too, like the U.S. Open or Wimbledon or French Open or something. And I love that, that guy, Big Foe, uh, TFO, Forgot his first name. Black dude, American, first one in 16 years to make it to the semifinals of the U.S. Open. I hope he wins, and I hope he build, beats that Spanish kid who's hitting like behind the back shots, which is dope. Shout out to my Bears. I hope y'all prove everybody wrong. And shout out to my uh, sleeper Super Bowl pick, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to win the AFC, NFC East. The Minnesota Vikings are going to win the NFC North, and the Bears are going to sneak into the playoffs as the seventh seed. Hear me now. Believe me later. Go ahead, Malik. <laughs> hear me now believe you later that's awesome um shout out to the good folks at apple for releasing the same phone again for the, like the 15th straight year and uh <laughs> charging us a thousand dollars for it great no problem thank you i'll stay with my 12 which is completely paid off um until you guys show me a reason to actually you know buy something brand new from you, don't you guys need nine cameras on the back of your phone no I, apparently i don't apparently you know seeing all my uh all my warts in hd in like triple triple HD plus is not it does it's not that appealing to me, I guess. Um <laughs> so shout out to them for that. Um shout out to all of the uh controversy over the first episode of She-Hulk. Shout out to all of you, all of you butthurt men out there upset over one woman's comment about why she can remain uh under control of her anger because of all the things that happened to happen happened to women over the course of the over the course of their lives. Hey listen, I've been catcalled, okay, and I didn't get mad. I didn't get upset either. 
But uh, you know what? Um, I forgot where I was. Oh yeah, all the uh, all the all the you know crazy men upset about She-Hulk. Look, She-Hulk's not really a great show, but it's a, but it's fun and it's actually funnier. It's it's funnier. I find I find it even I, I watch every week just because I want to see what controversy comes out of each episode. Um, but uh, yeah, shout out to Megan The Stallion because uh, I just love seeing you on on any medium. Uh, she got a digital character to twerk. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, exactly. And you know, let's do a movie with her at some point in time because my God, that woman is gorgeous. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> but shout out to all of them and listen. Uh, shout out to the show for coming back uh, another year um, another year with you guys man I'm looking yeah. forward to I'm looking forward to all the picks all of the laughter all Great. of the fun and and you know putting together another good season of picks that folks can uh, can abide by um, one last thing my other best bet is the Saints game so I'm, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm gonna lock that one in uh, my other best bet is Saints over the Falcons so yeah um, so yeah, I just wanted to, to lay that shout out to everybody. Uh, shout out to this crew uh, for coming back and, and, and doing it again for another year. Hopefully, let's get up to sixty percent um, of sixty percent of, of picking winners this year. If we pick sixty winners, if we pick sixty percent winners, we'll have enough money to go to Vegas for uh, fancy football. Well, look, you sure you don't yeah. want to change it to Detroit? Detroit what? for the win? Detroit no. over? No, no, no. I'm. I look. I hope I'm wrong. I, I really hope I'm wrong, uh, but I think Philly's a really good team, and this is just a really bad matchup for the Lions right now. And just to based go off of what I've got, seen, you got the Saints, you got Cincinnati, you got Kansas City, you got Minnesota, and you got Tennessee. And yes, you only have you have Carolina, you have San Francisco, you have Kansas City, and you have Denver. You only have four. Did I did I picked I picked on. What's that whack team? The Giants to lose. Oh, you wanted to lock in Tennessee. Okay. So you got Carolina one, San Francisco two, Kansas City four. Tennessee, I mean, you could flip a coin and just pick Geno to lose. One, two, three, four. And you're going to take Denver as the last lock. Yeah. All right. That's solid. I like it. All right. Uh, oh, Malik, we out. We're done. We won in the books. Season three, come follow us. Uptown Parlay Podcast. Find us on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere where you get your podcast needs. Peace. Peace out.